This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Damn, what's my intro? AKA the tinfoil hat titan. AKA the conspiracy Realist, right. yeah. aka the technology snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say Ju Ice, Young Caesar, because you can't roll without me, Mister. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, aka if you see me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 10 minutes later, I have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? <laughs> what up, though? It's your man, Dame Going Wild. I mean, I'm sorry. Three underscores. <laughs> three, I like the Dame Going Wild, to be perfect, guys. Three underscore, three one three, aka the West Side uh, Landlord, the Pride of PA. Uh, High, High Chief, Chief Dame, Dame don't, don't fuck, fuck around. around The liquor store legend The corner store conquistador Your mama's favorite Dame um, And a David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast Cause you know who, who the, the fuck, fuck they, they came, came to see Not, Not you Otis It's no better than these four letters Thank God for Dame And if you Speaking, speaking on Dame, Dame You, you better, better say it nice. nice If you don't put the boss in front Then bitch you not saying it right It's your mother's favorite Dame the black belt. <laughs> it's the honorable judge boss name, but it's close enough. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah. What's up, niggas? I guess I pay a little bit more attention. Yeah, you got you you made more recent changes than me. All right, I give you that. Yeah, you made more recent changes than me. Uh welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode three ninety one. On you hoes? Yeah, I was doing the math, and we definitely going to hit 400 before the end of the year. Yeah, now it feels like. <laughs> I was like, when I went back, I was like, you know what? We got like three whole months, and 10 weeks is not three months. So. It just seemed it just seemed like a lot when you don't have the numbers in front of you. What what type of, what you drinking over there? Uh, this is um Arizona. Oh. Usually the kind that's in a can, but. So it's enough to share. Oh, I was kind of drinking out the bottle though, so you oh, probably don't want to. Nah, I don't want to catch mono. <laughs> I don't even. What the fuck is mono? Mononucleosis, nigga. It's called the kissing disease. I remember hearing that shit like in um ninth grade or some shit, but like I knew somebody that caught that shit. Not me, really. Yeah, I ain't never because like, damn, I forgot that was a thing. I didn't kiss a lot of bitches, young ladies, maybe. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. I done kissed a lot of young ladies. And um Yeah. Yeah, I knew somebody called Mono, gave it to one of my homeboys. I should have duo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I I dodged Mono, you know, some of that other stuff. <laughs> some of that other stuff doubled back on a nigga. But I did dodge Mono. So. That's crazy. Uh how was your week, my brother? Hey man. First of all, I want to tell you I appreciate you. You came out and shot pictures of my daughter uh, going to homecoming. Yo, why them kids so fucking big, dog? Because they, they, like, they grow up. And man, they grow up fast as fuck. I didn't even see your car parked over there, so I'm just chilling in the crib. 
and uh, I mean, in the car, and your son knocked on the door like, "Well, you can come in." I'm like, "Are you like a grown man? You got like a full size beard?" He has a beard. full beard. I'm like, "You look, you like, you look like Dame." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looked like me when I was like 20 he years not, old. He's just not tall. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not as tall as you. I'm like, man, you like a grown man, dog. I'm have to. And it happened real quick. <laughs> he just went to prom not too long ago. Yeah. And then like my middle son. Yeah, he had like a little. He, he had a little a, thin. Yeah. He had a little chin strap. And now he got a full beard. And then my middle son, like. He big as hell, too. He's huge. He's a man. Yeah. But like my daughter, though, when she came out the room in that dress, I hadn't seen it. Mm. So like I didn't know. I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I knew she bought it with her own money. So it was like real low key. Yeah. Man, that dress need about four more inches worth of, worth of material. Like, dog, that, like, she looked so beautiful, but like, I was legit looking at that dress and it was making my stomach hurt. Oh, man. I, I had to go sit down in the car. Like, that's not, like, I didn't leave. I told Chris my back was hurting. Like, I sat in the car because I felt my stomach bubbling up. I was like, I need to sit down man. and let this shit. Simmer, man. I um, I don't even. I can't. I don't. I don't have that. I don't. I don't have a, a reference point. I mean, I got a niece, but like, it's different when it's a daughter. Yeah, and you watched them grow up, and that's my baby. Yeah, yeah. It's different. that's my baby. Yeah, man. And she had post- thirty inches worth of hair. And- she got the install done. Yeah, <laughs> see, she got the install, the nails done. That's why when I made when I posted some pictures, I posted all. Uh, face shots and neck shots. You feel? Me? I appreciate. I, I know you did that on purpose. I appreciate it. Uh-uh. Yeah, nah. Because if somebody, yeah. somebody that's, starts talking crazy under yeah. one of them pictures, I'm a, nope. I'm a smack the fuck out of you. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> I'm a smack the fuck out of you. So, man. yeah, that's my, that's my baby. Man, so I appreciate you did she coming have a through. Good time? Yeah, man, she had a good time for homecoming. Stayed the whole time. I told her like, be sure you take lots of pictures because like. For real, like these, the last of these memories. I ain't never went to homecoming, even twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay, I went to one, just twelfth grade. I wasn't really. Into I have no idea shit. why. You ain't had no girlfriend. I had one in twelfth grade. Okay, well maybe that, was that the twelfth grade? I think maybe we got together a little bit after that. But like, I just I don't know why I didn't I didn't go to the senior trip. You know do- what? I was poor. So that really, <laughs> and I wasn't like, yeah, I was poor actually. That's why I didn't go. I didn't do the senior trip because I was like, oh, they going skiing. I don't want to do that shit. But like, I should have went on a fucking. I one hundred percent. I should have went to. <laughs> they went to uh, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, maybe that wasn't the senior trip, but like, they definitely went on a senior ski trip. And, and I was like, like, man, fuck that. Like I ain't going. Classic stories I've heard and classic video footage of Pete and Dante and them out like battling some cats in Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. Yo, it was. I think I don't remember if it was Myrtle Beach or Virginia Beach, but one of them beaches. And probably like, Myrtle. Probably Myrtle Beach. But um, yeah, I mean, clearly I went to prom, but um, yeah, I ain't never. I definitely didn't go to any of the cast homecomings. Yeah, prom um, be the next thing. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Y'all pray for me. I'm gonna have to get a second job and a GoFundMe for prom. You think Raphael will let me like bag up groceries at the neighborhood grocery? Yo, man! Shout out to him. He fi- he opened it up this week. It's open, dog. Um, I went, I pulled up on there Sunday after I got off work and I, you know, just went to buy something and just, you know, I snapped a couple of pictures too. And, um, uh, man, it was, he's like, man, they wiped me out. They damn near wiped out everything. I'm like, man, that's a, that's that's a good problem to have. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, man, it was overwhelming. He said like, he stepped out for like 20 minutes and came back in and the whole thing was like, boom. So 
It's a lot of people um, out there. I ran into Chef Dunny. Um, That's we, what's up. We was kicking it. Uh, I'm gonna bring him back on the show. He got uh, he got something for you actually. Okay. Um, that that'll be really good. Shit, random Miss Corona and shit again. It's always good uh, to see Corona. Absolutely. Uh, shit, ran into Zeke. Up there, I was only up there like thirty minutes. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, and it but was, that's that's a testament of Pharaoh and like people really coming through to get behind him and support him. Like, yeah. it's, it's so much support behind him. Like, he's not gonna fail. And I just hope that we continue to embrace him. The community embraces him, and we also protect that store, man. Like, yeah, pr- protect it and treat it like it's your family because it is your family that own it. So, like, yeah. I really We're hope real. the community get behind it. New Era has a uh, New Era Elite um, doing patrols at night. You know what I'm saying around the store, uh, just to make sure it's safe. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a dope it's a dope thing. Uh, it's been a bunch of damn articles. You know what I'm saying. He's all week long, yeah, all week long he's been in stuff. Uh, one of them even tagged the um, the interview that we did or the conversation that we had and dropped the link to it. Um, had the Instagram thing in there. So, like, the engagement on that went up like crazy. That's what's up. Um, shout out to Afrotech.com. That's like a big website. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they was direct quotes from the conversation with a link to it. I'm like, man. I, they use you as a reference. Yeah. It was like, and mentioned another conversation piece. I'm like, man, what's crazy is, like, last Monday, I shot and edited the whole thing, and then seven days later on that Monday, it's like all around the world. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, that's great. That's what's up. And that's great. You got to have a follow-up one. Like, you got to get another one out there real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, low-key, I got two. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because we did one in July um, with different questions and, you know, just different conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I'm probably going to clip that up and um, probably package that up around um, the grand opening. Because you're going to have a whole grand opening with a ribbon cut and everything. This was a soft opening um, to let the community in, the whole nine yards, and to to get feedback on what needs to be updated, what should we change, and stuff like that. So and it's I not. Love, I love it. I'm so happy yeah. for my guy. I love it. Yeah, man, I love people who say they're going to do something and they actually do it, you know. And it's, 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 it's real easy to find a, a way not to do it, not to let something happen. Like, yo, an obstacle comes up. No, I can't do it. I mean, it's been so much stuff, and he didn't share me with me behind the scenes when we had him on a couple of years ago talking about stuff that was going on. All the hoops he had to go through for vendors and stuff. And, like, even buildings and locations and, like, people that were, were at one point allies to end up being jealous or this weird stuff, man. It's a, it's a lot of different reasons, and not just with – neighborhood grocery just with anything that you set your mind to there's a whole bunch of different reasons that you can be like you know what this is where i tap out and um sticking he, through he thugged it out yeah man he thugged so, it out so and it's, out it's real i remember when it was just a conversation now it's a real brick and mortar place that you can go visit patronize you know right on the wall like it's it's there for real and i'm so happy for my guy i'm gonna try and make it up over there this week and just like you said, just purchase something. Yeah. Just just buy something. He got Snoop. He got Snoop Dogg cereal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, but I just want to so get funny, something. It was funny is that day we talked about on the pod, like he posted it that next morning and shit. And then I, we kicked it about it. 
it stuff off air. I can't say, but that's it's hilarious. I'll just okay. say that <laughs> it's hilarious how that come about. And then like I said it behind him when we did the interview because it just needed stuff in the background, right? So people was tagging uh, Snoop Master P in the uh, in the clips of the joint. That's what's I'm like, up. Hey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Anything to get you know. Get, get more eyes on it. More shit. eyes, you know what I'm saying? On a good thing. So I, I, I do ultimately um uh I do I would love, I want to have a sit down with Kwame dog. Like there's a like five to six people that I always want to have a sit down with. Name um, them. Kwame. Kwame's on the list. Most deaf. Like Yasin Bay, most deaf. Uh Mike Tyson. Um, the Honorable um, Louis Farrakhan, um, Kwame, uh, that's four. Um, and I got some people that are not nationally known, but just people I want to come in and have a sit down and conversation. I under, and I know that people would would love and f- hear that conversation, love okay. that conversation. But um, them on my bucket list. Like I will, I want to sit down and have a talk with Mike Tyson, Yasin Bay. Um, would you smoke with Mike? If he would, yeah. If he wanted me to, okay. I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I might not actually, because I would still want to be like me. I feel you. And think like, I don't want nobody to. It's not that I, I won't ever smoke, but like I don't like. I know you're a celebrity and everything, but like you just can't walk in and just change me. But like that's but one know, of those things. Like, that's like, like how his show works. Yeah. Like, now yeah. I know this is your show. It would be in like on your platform. So yeah. That's a little bit different. And I watch. I, I I will be definitely afraid to have a conversation with Mike Tyson. Not because like I think he's gonna like physically do something, but like he he get really emotional. He be in those those that nigga those still places. He's still you know, damaged. He be in those places, man. And um, sometimes that's a lot to deal with. I watched the interview yesterday um, with the dude from like. I can't think of the dude's name, but you've seen him from on twenty twenty and all other stuff. And he was talking about his daughter who had passed when she was four, you know, on that treadmill 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 accident. Right. And um he got really emotional. He was like, You should leave now. And he stood up. And when he stood up, like the staff didn't get to the microphones quick enough. And like he kind of, you know what I'm saying, had a like a little mic moment, like Hurry the fuck up. Get this shit off me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's a reasonable request. Yeah. Like, cause they were just mid conversation. Like, no, I, th- I think it's time for you to leave. You should, you should, you should leave now. And he got up and he was like, and everybody was just kind of like, all right, what do we do? No, nigga, the interview's over. Like, I'm not. So is, is that bad? To like, that's like a thing for me. I like when interviews end abruptly. I'm okay. With I like that. when people walk off. And um, he wasn't walking off because the person was rude or no, anything. No, no, I'm saying, but like, but, it's just like, yo, it's it's too much for me right now. I got to go. But I do like those type of interviews where niggas just be like, somebody asks a question that they <laughs> they don't like, and they just be like, mm. no goodbye. You know how Rick Ross went to the '85 South show? He was telling them he used the bathroom, and then that nigga was gone. That shit wild. That shit was funny, but wild. So I like walk I off. I think he said he just kind of forgot, and he had some. He just left. <laughs> like, they, and it was. Did you watch? It, it was a good conversation. I like was, the '85 South show. Them niggas is funny. They be here next on the 22nd in Flint. Okay, 
I'm thinking about going. I wonder if we can get some tickets. I know some. I know some Flint celebrities. I wonder if we can get, get a little love. No few, actually. Yeah. I wonder if we can get a little love. So I see. Yeah. Anywho, man, you know this week, dog, it's been crazy, dog. Not for me, but like out there in the in the ethos. Uh, yeah, we at war. There, there's another war going on. All right, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. And when I say talk about that, I don't mean like talk about it with any kind of um knowledge or information because this thing is way too complicated for me to ever even come on here and act like I can give you a breakdown of it. I can't. I can't tell you who right. I can't tell you who wrong. I um I don't have that. <laughs> okay. I I legitimately don't have that. But did you see the video when this shit kicked off? Yeah. Niggas is at a festival and then parachutes start coming from the sky. They land onto the ground and they just start, start shooting, shooting and killing people. I, mean, I feel like that's how the new Call of Duty start. That's how they start. That's literally how it starts. Yeah, that's it. That's that's got to be such a scary thought. That element of surprise. You know, like you said, you outside, you outside enjoying time with your family, having a good time. And war has literally started. War. Listen, dog. I know. I know. You don't ever think that can happen here. It can. And it will. Is this a conspiracy theory? Is this just like your... This is real life. Okay. Like, this is just real life. It can and it will. You know what the president over there telling them people to do? Everybody, we, we lift the... We, we are lifting... Our regulations, whatever. Everybody go get a gun. Only like 1% of the people over there have guns. I think you can have one, but it only can be like a, uh, a handgun. Uh, they're not allowed to have rifles the whole nine yards and shit like that. Basically, the entire reason that we have a Second Amendment here um, for times like this, not just to, 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 to protect against enemies foreign and domestic, domestic yeah. right? Sometimes people only think about the domestic part. But if something go down, who are you going to call to get the army to your street exactly, specifically? And how long you think they're going to respond? How long is it going to take you them to respond? And the police not going to be able to help you. Like, when there is a school shooting, fam, that's a long response time. From the time they call and say there's a, a school shooting, they're not in there with guns on the ground. Boots on the ground within two to three minutes. That's a lot of strategic planning. It'd be 15, 20 minutes later. They'd be trying to call, talk to the shooter, especially if it's like a hostage situation. And they'd be trying to gather up and let's game plan and go in. It's like, it's not, fam, when, 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 when. People s- want a fast response time, but it's not like the TV show. It's not SWAT. Like, it, this is it, much more involved in order to get to a resolution. When you got seconds to make a decision, and help is minutes away. What you supposed to do? Like them people did not wake up that day and think one, my loved ones or my whole entire community may not be here anymore. And like my way of life is going to be drastically different forever. Um, you a soldier immediately. You a soldier now immediately. And a willful one, because when it comes to your family, you, I hope you picking up arms to protect you, your, your family. 
But like, where can y'all even like bunker down to? Going back to your homes ain't safe. Man, I follow this dude on uh, on YouTube. He make bunkers. <laughs> He's cheapest one twelve thousand dollars. You feel me? Um, and that's like an eight foot one. But like, literally, he he make bunkers and shit, underground bunkers. Makes a lot of money doing it. And like, yo, we the best bunker builders and a a a lovely YouTube channel, by the way. But I know I, I know who you're talking about. I've seen him. Oh man, but like, yeah, you need a handgun. You can't barricade you out in your house. You need it because they they shoot missiles at the they getting through the Iron Dome. Iron Dome is a Israel defense system where it'll pick a missile out. Oh, somebody shot a missile and it'll automatically shoot that bitch out the sky. Right. Well, we send thousands at the same time because I know your system can't get them all. So ninety percent of them it took, but ten percent of them got through. That's all we needed, my G. Ten percent is a it's a lot. When you're talking about missiles and the damage they do, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, Catastrophic damage. When people say it's a war outside, nobody is safe from. That's this the sh- that's, that's it. literal. So like, there's a lot, a lot of, you know, I follow all the gun YouTubes and shit, and everybody's kind of like, begrudgingly. Saying like, yo, I kind of told you niggas, like, this the type of shit that can happen. Like, we, like, unfortunately, people pick up guns and go shoot up schools all the time. Uh, Well, more often than they should. I just say this. We're not as safe as we think. You're not safe, man. And when you talk about, like, yeah, I know a lot of niggas with, you know, AR, shotguns, all of that shit. But, like, nigga, them 500 rounds and it's. 30 niggas up coming up the block with AKs kicking in front doors. Like you not, you're not going to fend them niggas off, man. Like when a gun fight or battle occurs, you pretty much left with the bullets that you can carry and the bullets is in your gun. I don't care. You might have 20,000 rounds at the crib. You can't carry 20,000 rounds. You can have five. You can't carry five. No, you might be able to carry you're not carrying 500 on your person. You know what I'm saying? Small rounds, maybe. Like a... Uh, your nine millimeter rounds really ain't going to do shit. You need a rifle. Yeah. Once some shit hit the fan, you need a rifle. Now, I think it's a good idea for you to carry a pistol everywhere because you have no idea where the fucking parachutes coming from. But this, this is a real concern. I saw a politician uh, who would remain nameless was like... I think all y'all should better go get your AR-15s now. A former president said that. <laughs> like, I think this is the time for y'all y'all get your AR-15s. Because they got information that, like, classified information that we don't have. And I've heard that, like, they got, they caught, allegedly, caught a bunch of people coming through the borders that wasn't Mexican. Like, it's sales and sleeper sales. Like, our, I ain't trying to turn this to... To this whole political thing But our borders is wide open Niggas coming over here By the thousands Every day Yeah, Literally by the thousands So the whole idea that yo Ain't never gonna be no war Or no violence on American streets Fam you don't know that No cause the catalyst For war are already here Like the, the seeds have already Been planted people that have Been through the like, that shit is already here. And when you have that type of contention and dissent, 
it's very easy for that shit to turn into a powder keg. And all I do not want this to happen at all. Zero, zero, zero. But like, if one of our enemies decide we're gonna push the button and have all of our sleeper cells just start coming out and doing some attacking shit, right? So now you got mass shootings everywhere, and it's gonna a coordinated effort. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. And then that's when everybody is running for their lives on this. And and, and what if that's the time they decide to actually attack? Everybody is running around. Nobody's coming to save you. I get it. I don't like guns. Um, I don't think and this and it. Fam, if you are the person who's responsible for protecting your family, male, female, or otherwise, if you are the person that holds that responsibility, you better be prepared for anything. It's literally your responsibility. And from all the people who say they would do anything for their kids, I would do anything, I would do anything. Fam, do anything for your family. Uh, you met my man. He came and tattooed my neck. Uh, ink.31. Yep, yep. He was telling me what what type of bag he got, like a, a pickup bag? A or, go bag. Yeah, he said he got two go bags, mm-hmm. like in the car or near or like near the door. And he, he was like, and one of his trucks is like. A truck gun. Yeah. So like he, he ready in case he got a pickup. No matter what. He, he's into that conspiracy theory. And guns and all of that, like like you. No, he into shit that be happening all over the fucking world, but people act like it can't happen here. Like the, the one of the places who is not ready for a war are, are American citizens. Oh, for sure. Like, unfortunately, this shit happened in Israel, and them niggas been beefing for a long time. This shit happens often. No one, you're not prepared for it, but I know who the least prepared is us. We're not org. There's such a small percentage of us that are organized or know how to use a gun or shit, even ha- realistically, like have a gun in our home that we're comfortable with using. I know so many people that got guns, they never shot them, they never went to the range. And listen, dog, <laughs> and we are the element of crime too. Because we'll be the niggas while they attacking that you would go try to steal some shit. Like, I didn't see nobody. In the streets trying to steal things Niggas over are there. coming in your house Big facts Niggas are coming in your house Cause when the grocery store ain't open And I can't feed my family And currency You know they shut the electricity off Currency means nothing Fuck your gold watch nigga You got some food over there Yeah You got some ice You got, some, you got some wet wipes nigga Fuck your gold Fuck your glasses What do you have of value You got some rice Cause nigga, we need rice. I, we, you can survive on rice and water. You feel me? Yeah. Rice don't need nothing but a, a container and some hot water, and we gonna we gonna survive. You got some beans over there, nigga. Still cut oats. Uh, when they run out, they they running in. Just plain and simple. I don't think y'all have a a a a fair estimate of what really going on at the border. And through the whole Panama Canal, I watched something randomly about like the Panama the Panama Canal, and you know they why it's there, and then I can't think of the name of the place where basically all the immigrants come through, and it's not just from Mexico; they're from Honduras, they're from all these different places, and they all track through uh, a jungle. Basically, they tra- they track through this rainforest. A lot of them die. There's bodies over there. They fall in the, the mud, swamps, the whole nine yards. 
but the reason, <laughs> like, they just, once they get through, we in America, my nigga. Thousands every single day. Guess what happened last week? First off, here, these two, these are two conspiracy things. Last week was the little, oh, we testing the emergency broadcast system yeah. last week. We tested the emergency broadcast system. One of the 10 four was the next day, Biden say, we building a wall and starts building the wall. And then the day after that, fucking Israel and them niggas start beat bombing and shit. Oh, that's a, that's a real convenient time for you to test the emergency system. Trying to make sure that shit work. Nigga, if an alarm go off tonight, most y'all niggas ain't got enough gas in your car to get somewhere safe. Let alone food to make it through, food and rations to make it through the weekend. Nigga, can you sleep outside? <laughs> it's, it's October, dog. <laughs> For real, can you sleep outside? Can you start a fire? Man, I got so much little little trinkets and different shit in my in my motherfucker. Like, nigga, why you got rope in here? I got a, a can rope. I don't know when I'm gonna need that shit. And it got a little cutoff thing at the top. I don't know. But if I need that shit, I need it. There may come a time when you need rope. I got a little, I got all types of random shit in the car. Just, I don't know, man. I might need this fucking plastic, this little, them little shiny ass blankets and shit. <laughs> I like, I don't. Them tinfoil, bro. Yeah, like, I don't know if this shit even work, my nigga, but it it's probably going to be worse. It's better than nothing, I'm assuming. They say to stop the, the, the breeze, that's, take a little cut off the breeze or something. You know, we, I said, we, we said it here a few years ago. If it go dark. October, November, December. Niggas waving that white flag quick. Where the camps at? It's going to get scary around this bitch. And it's going to get scary quick. 72 hours. This 72 hours in the cold, you niggas is not going to make it. Man, it's interesting. Because people are, in this generation, will be telling, um, be like, yo, I wouldn't have been no slave. I wouldn't have did this or I wouldn't have been captured. I wouldn't did this. I don't know if you can three days out in the wilderness. You may be, let me go listen to this nigga. <laughs> At least I'm going to give me something to eat and have somewhere to sleep. It, it probably wouldn't take most of y'all three days. Let you not, let you not wash your ass and shower for two. Some of y'all going to break, man. You go crazy. If you ain't sleeping two days, Did you know that no, your body, your body's not designed to take that type of, Take that type of physicality. It's just like, not. If you don't literally, if you go sleepless for forty eight hours, you start to hallucinate. You start to get a little three days. You damn near crazy. Niggas gonna be niggas up for two days, and they're gonna be off perks, hungry, feening zombies. My nigga, feening for drugs. By the way, it's a lot of substance abuse issues that's going on, right? And if some shit pop off. Where you gonna get your fix from? Now I got now the zombies is the drug addicts moving from door to neck. That's the Walking Dead. Yeah, the Walking Dead is looking for you guys. You got what you got? You got some pills in your house. They going straight for the medicine medicine cabinet. No, that'll become currency. These ibuprofen might get you a pack of hot dogs. Shit becomes cur- or three hot dogs, nigga. You know how much some feminine hygiene products gonna go for? Most of the women, in the, most of the people in this country is women. That's gold. I always you got a wife, you got a daughter, you got a loved one. You want you you gonna go out there and find some feminine hygiene products for your loved ones. 
We watch The Walking Dead. They go on runs. That's and while they're on a run, they run into another uh, another group. That's how it's going to be going in the CVS. Hello? Is anybody in here? Man. Shit going to get murky. What's so funny is that, like, it seemed like we talking about, like, some dystopian future. It's literally happening to other people right here, Nigga, right this now. this is Tuesday. This could be Tuesday. If you hear some alarms go... Nigga, you not you not prepared for some niggas to kick in the front door at your place of business. Man, we was talking in the in the in the group chat the other day. Nigga, you are three shoulder bumps from somebody being in your house right now. I know you feel safe at home. It's two inches of wood. <laughs> them gla- them 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 paint glass windows you have, a brick is gonna bust that shit wide open. And now the outside is inside. Man, I I I um advise y'all. It's dangerous to a certain extent, but like you go on Amazon and you can buy like I seen this shit on um Shark Tank. Where like if you traveling or whatever, you know, the little locks and shit that be on the um the, the doors hotel of hotels door. is kind of they kind of flimsy. But you can buy a different one. That basically keep the door closed, Close, yeah. and like you have big ass men pushing through and trying to do, it and they can't do it. And they have another one, which is it definitely look like a doorstop, but it got a little mechanical button and shit like that. Oh, I got you, bitches! You're not kicking in my door, or it's gonna take you a long time to kick in that door. Just enough time for me to get prepared. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just me. God forbid something happened to me, it'll take the EMS or the people a long time. Ain't no EMS, nigga. <laughs> Ain't no EMS. You know what Ain't I'm no police. But it's like, the purge. Yeah. But I got him around the crib. Just, I mean, I got a dog. He going to give me a little, he going to give me a heads up. Then when you trying to do all the extra shit, I mean, you give me a heads up. Most niggas ain't got guns. They ain't got bullets in their guns right now. Nah, and I, I feel and you. I, and I understand because. Bullets are expensive as fuck right now. Not even that. Y'all got families. Y'all got children. We we keep seeing on the crime in the D another kid shot somebody like an unsecured gun. Yeah, I get it. It's not a it's not an easy thing to balance. And unfortunately, I don't have that or circumstance right now. Or even like and just being realistic, y'all might have two boxes of guns, a sixty rounds tops. That when you're trying to keep a nigga out. So I got my my vest and I got magazines that are ready inside my vest. So some worst case scenario, I got to go. My rifle was rifles are coming, rifles coming with me. You got you got a carrying case? Do you got like a strap to put that motherfucker on your cause you're not carrying your gun in your hand the whole time. Are you gonna keep putting it down? Then somebody gonna take it from you? Like, do you got a a, a strap for your rifle? Nigga, this sound like a video game. Do you put the dog in the car with you? <laughs> like, yeah, get in the car for sure. Now nah, I'm just talking shit, but like that's that sound like Last of Us or something. Like for real, yeah. Cause it's happening to real life people right now, not just in Israel. Like it's people all over the world fighting. You can turn good on guys C- and bad guys. You can turn on CNN. The war in Ukraine never stopped. 
Like we, it's, we worried about the plant and niggas getting thirty five dollars an hour. Like motherfuckers is dying. Niggas a is plane saying, ride away. Motherfuckers is not working right now, trying to get more than a twenty five percent annual increase on their stuff. And this other shit going on in the world right now. Who people would love to be in your position. And they're going to be in your position because they're coming over here. And they're willing to take 15. Man. With a fake social. Man. Yo, man, it's tough, dog. Uh, so, listen. Uh, it got dark real quick. Get you a rifle. You know, stop beating around the bush. I know you scared, but get that, get over with it. Get over that shit, my nigga. Get you a rifle. Your handgun, like, if your handgun is the only thing that you can have cool it's better than nothing it's better than a stick <laughs> it's better than a baseball bat get you a fucking rifle get you a shotgun shotgun not as good as a rifle but get you a shotgun it's easier to shoot a rifle it's easier to shoot than a handgun yeah you will be more accurate more points of contact it's more like you will be better prepared buckshot with buckshot, a rifle. buckshot buckshot <laughs> no bird shots all bucks you know what i'm saying and like get you a semi-automatic rifle or a shotgun because i don't know if you it, it take a lot to shoot then pump then shoot then pump then shoot then pump like if you if you that's a rhythm the hospitals are not going to be places of refuge there will be no places of refuge i know if i was invading somebody i'm blowing i'm, I'm dropping a bomb on your hospitals first i'm fucking your hospital up i'm fucking the in real life I'm fucking the plants up. So if uh, if America got into some shit, Detroit is not safe. Southeast Michigan is not safe. We Be make target. We make the vehicles and military vehicles uh photo country. We a target. There's a fucking a place that make tanks on 696 and mound. Like Southeast Michigan not safe. Airborne has one of the highest concentrations of Arab Americans. The highest concentration of Arab Americans outside of this the Middle East is in Michigan. <laughs> Shit gonna get crazy. Southeast Michigan not safe. No, and it's a border town. Cause like <laughs> And this may upset some people. Your church is not going to open up the doors and let you in. Nah, my nigga. <laughs> Your church is not going to be a rest haven. They are not going to open up the doors and let people in. Don't call me either. <laughs> All right, that's it, man. That's it. Don't call me either. I'm going, I'm going, I don't know where I'm going to be at. Two gallons of water ain't going to last you long. <laughs> I'm, you know, probably find my father. You feel me? And, and you know, hunker down with him or tell him to come on. But shit, he got enough shit over there. He might be straight. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You ever thought about that? Well, who, where you gonna go? Or who would you like? You'll see how quickly who you hold in high regard. Like, who would I make a trek to try to go get? I don't have nowhere to go, but I do have a pickup truck, and niggas can jump in the back. Can I come to your house? You got that moat. So we can like, you know, flood that shit. We might be safe. Man, that's the whole reason I, I got a fucking house was COVID. And when the world was uncertain, I'm like, no, nah, I need I need somewhere to hunker down. Now, I know this young lady I used to date and her great grandfather was in the war. And let's just say he made a lot of adjustments to the house that they live in. It looks yeah. like a regular house from the outside. 
But like that bitch can like lock down. Yeah. I would try and see if she would let me let me stay here for a night. Yeah. Cause that motherfucker locked locked down and he put a lot of surprises and like before he died, he walked her through the house like this is here, this is here, hit this button, it do this, like, you know, just in case something like he was just an old I wanna call him old and crazy, but no, uh, old and prepared. Yeah. Especially people like so if you was in the military Though all those different things may not be happening on U.S. soil, you see that shit every day. I go to other places and, like, humans are humans, my G. Like, ain't nothing so special about America that people don't want to overthrow and everything like that. Like, humans are humans. This shit happens other places. Happening right now. He's seen shit that we ain't never. I remember asking a partner of mine who's in the reserves. I just assumed that, like, when he was on the ship, like, they was just on the ship. I was like, oh, well, I mean, like, nigga, you ain't never killed nobody. He said, who the fuck told you I ain't never killed nobody? I was like, oh. <laughs> I just thought she was just like on the shit. He was like, I mean, I'm not at liberty to talk about it, but, like, why would you assume? Why would you assume that? Even I know niggas make fun, about, make fun of, like, oh, you're National Guard. The National Guard is who the president can control. I, the president cannot declare war, but I can send National Guard somewhere. Them is my army. The only army that the president control is the National Guard. So I can send them motherfuckers where I need to send them. I can't, I can't officially. Congress has to declare war. But I control those troops. I can't send the Marines. I can't send the Army or the Navy. I, the president, control the National Guard. So if I want to send some troops somewhere, hey, yo. So you have no idea the nigga that work, the nigga that is in the National Guard who's going uh, for 10 days out the month from your job, nigga could have just killed the whole family. <laughs> he come back like, yo, pass the tacos. This is my killing weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dead body weekend. On some, uh, uh, you can't handle the truth type shit. The nigga say, nigga, I felt him like, you don't know what I do to keep you safe. Like you want to feel, you want to make me the bad guy. Cause you can go sleep in your bed at night. Like nigga, I protect the fucking wall. We got to do some, we got to do some vile shit to keep you safe. You want your fucking iPhone next year? You want that motherfucker to come? We no. got to do some fucked up shit sometimes. My dog was like, like, we literally protect the country. People be like, thank you for your service. Like, nigga, you don't know, you don't know what this service is all about. Like, yeah. they, tra- they train you to kill. Basic training is, t- is teaching you how to kill and survive. Also, take you teaching you how to. Follow orders without asking no questions. And whatever the order is, you're going to carry it out. So if some shit happened on some local domestic shit, you think the army not going to be playing a part? I know you'd be like, nigga, the army would never do that. My cousin in the army. And they're going to follow his fucking, he going to follow his shit. Just like. Your cousin knows something. Just like when uh the nigga with the short mustache, all the people who follow him. They was just doing their job. They told I I work I was in this army. They said take the prisoners here and put them there. I don't know no nigga from the army that ever threw out his fatigues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. Like them niggas keep them bitches and we ready. Keep this little 1911, little 45 too. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know that turned dark real quick, but it's just the truth. From one war to the next. Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I saw a meme and this shit was true. They said the only 
bullet Tupac Dodge was Jada Pinkett Smith. The only bullet Pac Dodge. J- Jada a nasty bitch. She a nasty, vile bitch. Man. <laughs> Why is Willard dealing with that bitch? Why is he going through that shit? Man, it is, it is unfortunate. It does seem like she just keeps going out of her way to embarrass and press upon him that I don't love you. Why don't she just shut the fuck up? Why don't she just stop talking? <laughs> like, she don't have shit to say. Like, she just... Uh, Every time she says some shit, you be talking about niggas be embarrassing. No, nah, that bitch is embarrassing. She's embarrassing. To the family. It, for four days in a row, she been embarrassing. Like, the story won't go away because she keep getting worse. She keep one-upping. Pac is my soulmate. My Me and Will together. ain't been together for seven years. Nigga, this podcast only seven years old. The whole time we've been potting, we've had a bunch of Will and Jada conversations. Both you fraud ass niggas been lying this whole time. Cause Will, you're a fucking fraud too. You niggas been acting. They actors. Y'all and, and, and Jada, the most important role of your fucking life, you're doing a bad job at it. You can't even act like a fucking wife. Protect the goddamn family. She was like she was surprised that he got up there to smack Chris Rock. Cause granted, I haven't heard we haven't called each other husband and wife in seven years. This bitch gonna say. I was just shocked that someone would make a joke about alopecia. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Stop lying. What's what is Jada Pinkett like? What's her astrological sign? Devil. <laughs> I, I don't believe in that shit. But like, whatever that bitch is, I don't want to date nothing like him. She's just a she's a horrible woman. I want to. I want to know. Like, what is she? Uh, let me find out. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, astrological sign. Nigga, when the last time she had a job? When the last thing that bitch done acted in? All right, they said her. Uh, she was born September eighteenth, nineteen seventy one. Whatever, man. She older than that. She a vampire, bro. And Will Smith was born on September 25th. Yikes. Uh, so, hey, Siri, what zodiac sign is September 18th? The answer I found is Aquarius. That's a February 18th. What about September 18th? The answer I found is Aquarius. All right, bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't care what, fuck what sign this bitch is. She's and a terrible uh, woman, dog. I, like, why, why? Why would Will subject himself to this for seven years and I don't have to? So there's a couple of different things. One, I think they've been each other beard for quite some time. Like, as long as I'm married, people won't think I'm, I like men. My personal opinion. All right. Um, also... As long as I don't get divorced, she won't get half my money. Like, cause she's going to take it all. She's going to try to take it all. I wonder if Pac left her some money. No. Maybe. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, she get that bag. And she got, and they got kids. I mean, them kids kind of grown now. Which is great that most of them 18 and over. Um, so ain't no spousal support. I mean, ain't no uh, child support. Uh, but they like, definitely live in Cali. If she won't have, 
she would 100% ha- get try to she would probably get half. You got to kill her. Well, you know what? You got to kill her. I don't know. The judge might not even like her now. <laughs> I mean, like, because, like, you might, like. The law is the law. That's that's the only thing that's not going to work in his favor. The law is the law. But legit. He should know. he should, he should should file first and file somewhere other than California. File in Florida. I'm sure. I mean, they got houses everywhere. File somewhere else, my nigga. Get, get out. Get out. How stressed you think this nigga Big Willie style is at the house? Nigga ain't ate for days. Like, think about how he looked when he did that red table talk after she was fucking August Alcina. He wanted to cry. His face was red. Nigga, I've been that nigga. Face red, eyes red. Now, I, I imagine that there are a lot of people in Hollywood land who have this type of arrangement, right? Where it's like, like, I have no idea if this is the case or not. But like. Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats? No. Fuck them. Who thinks about them? Um, the Kardashian and the basketball nigga. Oh, Chloe and uh, yeah. Like I have no like. What if they got that type of relationship? But like it keep look like I'm keep getting caught cheating. But like I'm not cheating. We not even really together. But this is some storyline shit it's for, for the, the shows for the kids. Yeah, yeah. It's like for a check. So it looked like I'm a I'm a horrible person. I keep getting caught cheating. But like, what if that's our arrangement? But we can't come out and say it because. Christian Woods is that his name? It's uh, Christian Christian Thompson. Yeah, Christian Thompson. Yeah. Um, but like, what if that's the case? You doing your job wrong. Stay low. Keep me out the news. If we didn't live in a separate for seven years, why the fuck am I still? Nobody said anything. When we'll be keeping this shit low. I'll just say that because he ain't been out here chilling <laughs> for seven years. But he keeping shit low. But when you're famous he like that, he keep it down do you, low. When you, oh, <laughs> he keep it down low. But when you're famous low. like that, how do you cheat? Go to one of them fucking Hollywood Hill parties, the one the puffy throw. Don't nobody tell. The ones that Jamie Foxx throw, <laughs> they don't tell. Like it's certain shit that it's not like you can walk into a hotel with. I can't. Will Smith can't walk into a hotel on a Thursday night. Depends on the hotel. You don't, you don't think niggas is getting, like, it depends on the hotel. I think it's paparazzi everywhere. And when you in Cali. They call the paparazzi. Kim Kardashian, uh, them niggas call the paparazzi. There's, there's no, that nobody just knows that on Thursday Will Smith is going to be here. But, you know, like, they follow, they, they be at the popping spots. They follow you around a little bit. We're not going to the popping spots. I'm Will Smith can't go to Applebee's to eat. He got to go to. Why would I go to Applebee's first? I'm just all? saying he got to go like I somewhere would, I would probably, high end. I would probably go to an Airbnb and some fucking mansion or in a hills party and have a private chef to come make a six, seven course meal. Like, why would I be? Out? I don't even want to fuck with people today. Or depending on it's some fine. It's probably some seven star hotel that no one ever other than a certain tax bracket knows about. Like, no, you can go here because. You safe here. Matter of fact, they'll come get you. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, all of our special guests, they drive in, a, they park their car in the basement, they take the elevator directly up to their room type shit. Like, the car goes up to the room. Yeah. Um, but, like, nah. Um, or, nigga, he own all these fucking houses. Just come to the crib. Come to one of the cribs. Nigga, come to one of my, come to my mobile home. <laughs> that fucking, that big ass trailer that we built. That's bigger than my first home. Nigga, that trailer might got more square footage in my house. It probably does. 
It probably does. He probably got a nice, nice little yacht. Just fly you in on the helipad, fly you right out. Yeah, man. Or, you know, go to they just look like they're going to a pickup game of basketball. You feel me? It's like, no. <laughs> you throwing them today, bro. Oh shit. Hey man. It's it's content. <laughs> I don't want I don't want nothing good for Jada Pinkett Smith. I want all the bad things in life to happen to her. I want her teeth to hurt. I want her cat to get run over. I want her to have a hangnail every day. I want her to have a cough that just won't go away. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know what song I'm gonna play for her. Um You gotta do me like that Why you gotta act like a bitch When I'm with you This is what I want. I hope you get a paper cut on your tongue from a razor and a paper cup. I hope every soda you drank already shaken up. I hope your dreams dry like raisins in the baking sun. I hope your titties all saggy in your early 20s. I hope it's always snow in your driveway. I hope you never get off Fridays and you work at a Friday that's always busy on Fridays. What is she in the working on Fridays? <laughs> It'll be too good for her. Oh, man. Like in real life, though, right? They try to make it seem like this was some courageous shit. She doing a, a fucking promo tour for this fucking for a book for this book and like yo, one Will Smith and Jada Pinkett both are frauds. Just to be to be hundred percent clear, because you went on with this bullshit ass charade, yo, and within the last seven years, you guys have been on programs. Acting as if you got this great marriage or or the the the, the they theme. hosted the BT Awards. Yeah, like this shit weak as fuck. Y'all frauds. If y'all not happy together, go y'all separate ways. But we didn't want you know. Uh, we didn't know how to tell the people, nigga. You not that important in real life. You a fucking you're used to be an A list actor and you a C list actor. You a C list celebrity at this point, Jada. Don't nobody give a fuck. But when you hide this shit and the whole idea that you didn't want people in your business, but now you writing a book telling them your business, because it's easy. It's like yo, this is none of our business, right? Right. But you making it a book for when other you people tell to people read. It's your business. So you wanted to be our business, bitch. Y'all could have been over this shit. Y'all could have been divorced seven years ago, and nobody would be talking about it right now. No one would give a fuck. They would have been happy because you've gone out your bitch. You said you didn't even want to get married. She was crying when she had a wedding. She said she got married because she was pregnant. Man, fuck that baby. People, people get married, raise kids all the time without being married. And that may be the issue. Like this whole idea that, oh, no, you know what I'm saying? We'll just, we don't have to get, like, I'm not going to honor marriage. I'm not going to follow no fucking vows. We're going to have an open marriage. We're going to. Uh, matter of fact, we're gonna stay married because I made I made a promise to him that we would never get nothing would happen for us to get divorced. So I'm gonna I'm honor that promise, but we just gonna live separate lives. Bitch, that's dumb as fuck. Why don't you just honor the actual wedding vows then? Fix fix whatever the issue is, or go y'all separate ways. 
This whole, all, all this new age, but no, we don't have to do it. This is what we can do. We can do. Are you against open marriage just in general? Yeah. Why? Why man, Why be married if that's not what you want to do? Like no one made you niggas get married. No one made like a marriage is a monogamous relationship. If that's not what you're looking for, what was the point of you getting married? And when you no longer want to be monogamous, do whatever you want to do. I mean, at this point, now we don't even fucking need the institution of marriage. If you're not doing it on a spiritual level between man, woman, and God, what the fuck is the point of it now? Uh, people act like it's just a super relationship. Oh, we was in a relationship status, then we took our this is relationship platinum status. Because y'all don't y'all don't treat them like it's forever. Oh fuck it, I just leave. But nigga, what's the difference between just being my girlfriend? I can leave with shit now. Like at this point, like I can leave with your stuff. If you're not gonna act like the marriage, if the marriage ain't a spiritual connection, a religious ceremony, why the fuck is we get? Why are you getting married? Shit, man. I, a lot of women get married to secure. I mean, to secure a bag. If I get married and get pregnant, that's at least child support. Might get spousal support. I can move on. Like as soon as they not happy, I can move on to. I can move on to my next situation. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not I don't need that in my life. But it happens. You you probably didn't plan for it to happen. You know, you didn't mean for it to look that way, but the the shit happens every day. Shit. It's a a, a picture. Um I I didn't even know this was happening, but like this woman said that he raped her and beat her up and all this shit. Trevor Bauer. Yeah. The baseball yeah. player. Then all the text messages to get get released and she, she like she was trying to line that she was looking to line him up. And Settled out of court Like I wish this thing Would have went to court We saw the evidence Bitch you took a settlement For $300,000 You did all this shit Nigga then video of her The night After it happened The morning after Happy Smiling Not a bruise on her face Taking videos of him While he got his You know how hoes do When they in bed Try to pan the camera So they can see She's talking about She gonna get him for everything And uh, I'm going to make him choke me, fuck me and choke me. I'm going to be nasty to him so I can get that $21 million or $51 million. Like, you lined a nigga up. It didn't go as planned, thank God. This shit is fucking crazy, dog. Like, it didn't go as planned, but she she definitely lined that nigga up for the... Like, for uh, some real shit, Jada. You never wanted to marry this man. He not the type of guy that you like. He legitimately not. She said this over and over in his book, her book, everybody's book. Her we know, talk. we know. Like, yo, he he got he do grand gestures. He does this. Like, I don't like none of that shit. He want to be lovey-dovey. I don't like that shit. I didn't want to get married. She said, I cried at the wedding. I didn't want to get married, but I was pregnant. Look, it's a Scottsdale in every neighborhood. Will should have took her wherever they do it at in Cali. Like, bitch, what would you do? Like, ugh. You embarrassing. He embarrassing, too, because you deserve it if you allow it. All that shit that he going through, you deserve that shit, nigga. Be a fucking man. Put like, your fucking foot down. So I know you've been in relationships that have gone sour. Yeah. And, cert- and at a certain point, you know that it's dead. Like, will <laughs> It's been dead a long time. Like, when did you when did you come to this place of acceptance that I'm just gonna deal with whatever it is? That shit weak as fuck to me. Y'all would rather put on a facade for motherfuckers who don't care about you in real life. Like, 
Who y'all Who y'all hiding for You think you You're not gonna get An acting role If you divorce Nigga Half of Hollywood divorce 75% of Hollywood divorce At one point in time Will Smith was one of One of the highest Paid actors in Hollywood Blockbuster after blockbuster Summer after summer Then he married Jada I don't know man I mean they've been married For a long time That's Jada's second wife Yeah this shit, this just, shit. Stay, just stay single Big Willie just, just Big Willie style Just stay single my nigga Just stay Jesus single so embarrassing Go away What do you do for a living? Embarrass Will, Willard Smith That's her full time job Them kids grown Did When did she turn heel? This is the worst <laughs> heel turn I've ever seen On like, a different world We liked you when you knew Pac now you talking about y'all was together in different lives. Now, now he proposed to you while he was in prison, and like, well, he did get married in prison and shit for the, because he wanted to get out the fucking cell. When you when you marry your person, can see you every day for like eight hours or some shit. So, it is what it is. She been a villain for a long time. Maybe it was set it off. Nate knocked Nate knocked that bind right in her. Think about it. Even on different world, she was with Will Tupac. Smith. No, oh. she was with a Will Smith character, the clean cut Christian boy. Yeah. So then, Piccolo came around. Yeah. And then she was putting that clean cut nigga through a lot of shit. Yes. Making her want to, <laughs> you got to fight my Baltimore homies. I guess crazy. Our imitates life. That shit is bad. Who you're knew? Ter- you're a terrible bitch, Jada. You're a terrible I bitch. Did not, I did not see this coming from her. And I don't want you to come to Detroit because Detroit women already know how to lie and embarrass niggas. She like, looked, take that tour somewhere she else. She looked like a witch. She looked like a sorcerer. Like she so looked, Remember she had that rock group? Yeah. They was kind of like on some dark shit. Whatever, whatever, you, whatever party y'all went to in Hollywood, that shit went left. Because this, didn't, this didn't used to be you. You was a chick from Baltimore. Like, this personality. Well, first, I don't want to act like I know this woman. Cause I clearly don't, right? I clearly don't fucking know this woman. So, yeah, man, that shit is wild. Uh, I, I I don't know. I can't do it. I wonder what be happening at Hollywood parties. You think they sacrificing goats and shit? Big facts. Drink a little goat blood. I mean, y'all saw. Uh, is it uh, Azalea Banks? Her sacrifice room. Yeah. Well, she, she sacrificed had all chickens. chickens. Yeah. Like she literally showed you it. In her apartment or her house. I think it was an apartment. I bet you that motherfucker stank like hell. It's crazy. That motherfucker smelled like an outhouse. I mean, motherfuckers can tell you all up and down all the evil shit that go on in Hollywood land. But nobody fucking believe you. Even when the people themselves tell you. It's, oh, yeah, I sold my soul. It's evil shit going on downtown. It's evil shit going on. It's a witch store near my house. Man, people would do everything but believe in God, dog. Like, golly. Like, life ain't got to be this hard. Like, if you're going to believe in something, right, it just seemed like the least harmful one (laughs) is Christianity. I don't give a fuck if any of this shit is true. No, man, people want to find religion or want to find things that tailor to who they really are, their ideals, their wants, and the way that they want to live. And once they find something where they can, you know, it's like my – Confirmation bias. Yeah, and it was, you know, like how my man, how my brother-in-law was talking last week about, you know, you you got content and you find a way to fit it into your category. Yeah. You find a way to fit your lifestyle into that category and like this, 
Look, Nigga, when, I'm pagan now. Like, yo, I'm looking for a religion that let me have two girlfriends. Oh, that's the one? Yeah, I'm Mormon now. That's what God wanted. All right, my nigga, whatever. Yo, I'm looking for a religion that let me kill niggas whenever they get out of line. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to find uh, eye for eye, cheek for cheek. See, it says it in here. Nigga, if I wrote a book about the podcast studio and our journey in the podcast studio and I quoted your brother-in-law last week on the pod and saying something, just because there's a quote or a reference to something in the book, I don't mean it's a great idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you saying quotes in the Bible aren't 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 valid, aren't good ideas? It's not the it don't got the context in it. <laughs> no, they they just using they're using literally a a, a passage to fit in line with whatever it is that they want. The want Bible to do. is a whole bunch of stories and parables and shit. And in the parable, there's a lesson I'm trying to teach you. But somebody in the parable got to be the good guy and the bad guy. The bad guy says some fucked up shit. You go find that and say, look, it's in the Bible. Yeah, he was the bad one. I was telling you to watch out for. Yeah. Like, Now, you, you got to read stuff in its context because a lot of shit sounds crazy just stripped down niggas if think, you don't have the context. Niggas think that, like, the entire Bible, which was written by, like, mad niggas. The Bible's a library, by the way. It's a collection of books. Yeah, sixty six books. It's not. It's not like a book. It's sixty six books telling stories from a different perspective. Yeah, and different. Now, there's wrote. songs and you know different things of that it's nature. Just, in them. Yo, Psalms got a. I mean, Solomon got a whole fucking album in that bitch. Yeah, Songs of Solomon, basically. Like yo, these <laughs> I'm getting these bars off. You know, people say the Psalms is written poetically. It's you know like it could be. I've seen people sing the Psalms. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a lot going on, but, but like, like just because it's in a book, it don't mean oh well, you know it, it it said in there that uh, like so here's an example that's in the Bible that people try to take literally. They say it's easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to make it into heaven. That's in there for sure. Now is that literal? Do they mean an actual camel fitting through the eye of a needle? No, they were trying to make a point. Or there is something that, that I heard was referenced is like there's an actual camel going underneath this little thing, which is pretty difficult, but like <laughs> I can go through because like the camel got a whole bunch of shit in there. And long story short, just like I don't know if it's literal, but I can make it make a point i can yeah it, absolutely i can make it fit whatever argument or sermon or discussion that i'm trying to have i always knew i had a partner of mine that was muslim and he always used to talk about like how the quran says he can have such and such many wives yeah and yes it may say that but there's more to it like you well, have the to full be, context yeah you got to be able to take care of these women like it's it's yes polygamy was a thing but like pe- men with more than one wife took care of their wives. It wasn't all three of us going in on bills. Like it, it was you, something different. You didn't have more wives than you could afford. And you know, what's so funny is that was the standard way you had all the women that you can afford. Right. And then the niggas who couldn't afford no women because the women would go they were the poor. That was like, yo, this shit ain't fair. We gotta, we gotta make marriage monogamous, monogamous. So you only can have one wife now. Cause the six that you got can go to these niggas who ain't, who ain't got nothing. 
Allegedly. Listen, dog. All I'm saying is, if you don't want to be married to somebody, you should probably not marry them. Because, like, what is you doing then? It's not always that simple. No, it could be. No, it's that simple if you take the simple. It's simple. You just don't want to deal with the consequences. I don't think it's always that simple. If you don't want to get married, don't get married. It, the answer is it's really that way. Now, does that mean the consequence of that is this woman is going to leave you because she want to get married? The answer is very simple. You chose not to do it, though. I mean, that's a lot of I, I guess it's a lot of emotion tied into it. The hurt, the embarrassment. But what about your like your your happiness, your peace got to mean something. All right, fuck that. I don't want to get married. Niggas be embarrassed that their relationship ended. Nigga, most of them in. <laughs> like, all these relationships in. Yeah. And you move on and you try and figure it out again. I said it before. Let's just say you find the one. Y'all get married. I find the one. I get married. We stay together forever. I'm 41 years old right now. That means one relationship worked out and 99% of the other ones failed. That's what you have. That's everybody's reality. Average, yeah. <laughs> when you get married once and stay married, that's everybody. Re- that's everybody average. Nigga, 99% of your other ones failed. It's almost a good thing because when this one failed, oh, that wasn't the one. Like, in order for me to get to the one. And you got to chance it. You got to go through it. You got to. You got to deal with it. It's part of, it's part of your supervillain story. Hey, man. Look, man, just stay away from vile bitches like Jada Pinkett Smith. Man. Whatever you do this weekend, just stay away from a bitch like that. All that glitters is not gold. Yeah. What if Pac was alive and was, like, spinning her ass? Nigga, Pac would have been hauling her ass. Like, nigga, this is not, this is not G behavior. <laughs> we keeps it G, and you not keeping it G. Sorry. Why the fuck you with this nigga if you don't want him? He probably like, Will, a cool nigga. He a lame to me. But like, why would you fuck over him like that? Go find a nigga that you like. Go be with faking ass Chauncey. Shit, I don't fucking know. Most of us are scared to find the partners that we really like because we're afraid of the outside judgment. So a lot of y'all like dealing with, like you settle for your partner because the motherfucker that you really want and really like probably make you look a little crazy. Hmm. I make you Let's look talk about crazy. that. Let's talk about that. Because, you know. Hmm. Expe- s- expectations is, 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 is funny. Like, I see some um, women who I think are, like, very attractive, right? And they may be single or whatnot. And then they'll finally get, get with somebody and they'll end up posting the person they with. And I'll be like, hmm. I just figured you would be with somebody that looked different than this. Can't have a bag. And sometimes I don't even think it'd be money all the time. You know what I'm saying? But like the impression that we think or the person that it quote unquote looks like. And women say that shit about men all the time. Like, nigga, I'm colder than your wife or this or that. Like, I don't. But women, women think we hold. <laughs> I think people think that other people hold looks into such high value and high esteem like 
Yeah, I like an attractive woman, but for me, something that I really love is a woman that's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can, we don't have to go to a white tablecloth every time we sit down and eat. You know, we can be out at the mall, go eat at fucking starters. And, let's go get some sombreros. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go to the mall specifically to get some sombreros, because that's the only place we can get it at. Yeah, but I, I like shit. Like, like, to me, being cool... And being like down for some shit mean more to me than like you just being aesthetically pleasing. Like the aesthetically pleasing portion, which does have importance in my life for sure. Um, that's only at the beginning, though. Now I think that plays a, a what I mean a part is throughout throughout the relationship. Now what I mean by that is like the initial the physical attraction. Yeah. Okay. For because if you're a perfect, if you I, I was a guest on a podcast this week, we kind of talked about the same thing. It was like, how come there's so many men who say they're looking for a good woman? And how many good women say they're looking for a good man? I'm like, because they don't like how the other person looks. There is a person who would do all the things that oh, you yeah. say. I, I saw I saw that in the meme. Like, a lot of men are single because the personality of a woman is not attached to the woman that they physically desire. Yeah. And vice versa, right? Yeah. Like, women like, where the men that court? And where the men that take you? It's... He, he at your job. No, he been DMing you, and you like, this nigga won't leave me alone. He and my he, DMs talking to he himself. He the UPS delivery nigga. He the nigga He's that- getting paid now. Yeah, but like, he, he the nigga that fixed the plumbing in your apartment building. He just a regular guy. An right. RN. He a regular nigga. <laughs> he a R fucking N. I remember Registered I, nigga. Uh, I remember somebody was like, uh, it's an old Facebook post, and they thought RN stood for, for real, real nigga. nigga. I remember that. <laughs> But like, but the reason that 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 match or compatibility never happens because while y'all perfect strangers and you not initially attracted to how they look, you never gonna meet that person. You're never gonna be in a situation. Now, I think that when you work with somebody or you close to them or you have a, a reason to be in contact with them and you start talking to them and you be like, oh, you can find something attractive about somebody. Oh, they personality this. Now they start looking better because. I don't know how that shit worked, but it just worked that way. But on some stranger shit, it's almost impossible. I don't know. You might be able to spark a conversation. And the reason I say it's almost impossible because the, all the circumstances have to be right. Because sometimes women are mad unapproachable. But sometimes I might be. Sometimes it's just right. <laughs> Like I, I I hear I see girls all the time. Like I can't believe this nigga was talking about. Or hey, I think you dropped something. I got a man, bitch. You dropped a dollar. <laughs> like, so I got a friend of mine. She was telling me because she like recently started dating somebody. Yeah, and it's somebody like that we mutually knew. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you had like kind of. She was like, well, I seen a nigga out one night, and he looked like he wanted to say something, but he was scared. So she was like, I waited about a week, and I DM'd him like. You know, just to kind of like help get the ball rolling to give the nigga the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> like she set the nigga up to holler at her. Yeah, for sure. But like that's happened to shit, nigga, all of us. For sure. And I, I kind of like that approach sometimes. I do too. It take the, you know, I'll be cool. I don't mind when ladies shoot their shot. Just, I don't know, because I can be a little funny acting. Yeah. Just don't do it in front of my kids. Just don't do it in front of my kids. Mm. But other than that, you know, you catch me at grocery. You catch me at Whole Foods. You can try me. It's just so interesting, dog, because 
I guess that's why day naps exist. Though I've never been on one. You've never. Well, you should just try it. Try it for like six months. That's a long time. But like, other than that, like, fam, if if you don't meet the person at your job, what the fuck you don't meet them at? Like, you there eight to ten hours a day. It just be chance, you know. Sometimes you just meet people, and you just. I don't know. You just make the connection. That's why it's so many single people out there because that, that, the, the, so let's just say in the city of Detroit, there are 48 women who are alive that meet your criteria that you would be a perfect match for. You just ain't met them yet. What if y'all are in the same location all the fucking time? You leave Kroger's and she left 14 minutes before you got there. Like I think that's the thing. There's there there just compatibility out there, and you never run into that person. Now I just believe that timing be perfect with shit. That's just my opinion. I think when shit is supposed to happen, it will happen. And sometimes, like you ever, so I can say for me, like I remember somebody I used to I used to talk to. We worked together for a long time. Like I knew her. I knew that version of her. Like we never like I wasn't interested in dating her. Then we yeah. then we ran into each other, you know, years later, and like she a completely different person. I'm a completely different person. We have a conversation. It's like, oh, this might be somebody I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I knew her, but like this new version of her that I know, but that plays, I wouldn't mind getting to know. Well, that plays into my 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 theory on that we used to work together. That portion, or you have to be somewhere to have a conversation. But if y'all just walk each other past the street. I don't know if the personality matches, whatever. I'm just, it's just, everything on the physical appearance. But, but like, we young enough to remember going out to the mall or going to places and holler at girls. Like, nigga, you meet somebody at Fairlane and y'all eating dinner downtown later yeah, that night. Was, it's just off of vibes. Yeah, that's when you was a kid, right? You don't got that much free time now. You got a full-time job. You do a podcast and you got four children to, to raise. The other one, he grown. But like, like you don't in real life, you don't have as much free time to go out specifically to get on girls than you did when you was 22, 23 years you, old. You're right. But like, I also believe that like, nigga, you might be in CVS and you see a woman that looks so amazing. You're yeah, never going to sure. see her again. No, this might be. This is your only opportunity. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is it's so many single people who claim they want this. And the reason for that is. Where are you? Where are you supposed to meet them at? Everybody does not have a gift of gab. Every man isn't attractive. Every person can't have a, a great conversation. This person may be perfect for you, but you've never been in a scenario where y'all ever had an actual conversation. Yeah. Or the dude that's perfect for you, and the only way that he communicates or or ever be in the same place as you is on the internet. On the internet. And you didn't like his quote unquote his first pickup line, so you moved the fuck on. That motherfucker could be a perfect match, myself included. Some chick could have your said blessing something. could be in your DM. Yeah, and I'm like ah whatever. Or at the time you could have been talking to somebody and you ignored it, but hey, now Jay, you got to take them all, Jay. You got to take them all on. Got to answer them all. What I'm saying is, it's not that I don't I don't think that there's a shortage of good people out here. I think there is a shortage of good people that meet your exact criteria that you can actually have physical contact with. It take a lot. Take a lot to get pregnant. Do it? Yeah. I, well, it's the same thing, timing. The yeah. timing has to be. The timing, like, because it's some people will be trying to get pregnant for a long time. 
Yeah. Like you gotta nigga, the ovulation gotta be here, they got all this stuff gotta be there. Which is wild that on some random one night shit, you pick the exact moment this woman can get pregnant and now you got a now you got a baby with a random. And possibly the only reason that this happened is because it was that time and her body made her do things that she would normally not do. Yeah. You know I don't do this right You probably don't <laughs> Now I should be worried Cause since you don't do but that But that ovulation <laughs> pussy Do something a little bit different Yeah the, bo- the body Want to reproduce So it make her a little more That's crazy Easy going During that time frame Because the body Wants to reproduce Which is why Dudes be really really nice Before they have sex but Like man Because they like no, they need that re- release. It's so animalistic, but I mean, it's it's very simple. It's the same thing when when niggas said the COVID virus and shit. The COVID virus allegedly was like it was too strong and it was killing people, so it kind of reduced itself because it wants to survive. And if the the virus is killing all the hosts, I don't have a host to jump into. So it kept mutating and mutating. They said that it mutate because. No, this shit really ain't working out. So I'm like, is this like a, a hive brain? Like, does the <laughs> is it the same COVID? Long story short is COVID said I want to I want to live and I want to reproduce. Yeah, so let me chill out a little bit. Maybe I'm coming on just a little, a little bit too, too strong. strong, a little too strong. <laughs> let me calm this shit down a little bit. I need to I need to take cues from the common code because that nigga be here for a long time. And then all I'm just saying is if you ever want to shoot your shot, Sunday October the fifteenth is a perfect time to do it at the Herbing Podcast tomorrow. Mixer. Shit, yeah. When you listen to this, it'll be tomorrow. Come out and shoot your shot at Jason Johnson face to face. Uh, pay that I'm fee. telling you, I'm telling you, pay that fee though. He say he don't be outside. He just cut off that. He just cut off that that mangy looking beard. Like this, that this the was, time. My beard was pretty good. This is the time. I think that was as long as I kept my beard. I I I, I, I wanted to cut it off a month ago, but like I tried to I tried to stay the course. But the other day, I'm like, man, this shit. I just, it's just too itchy right now, and I just I know I just couldn't do it. That's that's your look. The beard is my look. The goatee is your look. Every now and then, again, we we might flip flop it, but that's the look. But if you want to meet Jason Johnson and shoot your shot, Sunday, October fifteenth, ten dollars between four and seven p.m. We're gonna at Heavy turn House into, Studios. We're gonna turn into a speed dating event on stage. Come up, get the microphone, and uh, tell Jay why he should select you. Uh, bring two headshots. <laughs> you only got to bring one headshot if you know what I mean. <laughs> you feel me? But two is always welcome. Yeah, and, uh, you know, be ready to get, get your elevator pitch. You might just get <laughs> I on. I thought you say, get ready to get some headshots. <laughs> <laughs> you might just get the fuck off. Man, y'all should come out, though. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, man. Ain't uh, Cheyenne going to be there? I believe so. I'm going to put her on the auction block, too. You, if y'all, <laughs> it, No, I ain't going to do that, Cheyenne. I ain't going to do that. My bad. I love you, Shy. I ain't going to do that to you. But you'll do it to me. Pause. I'll, it's time for you to get married and reproduce. It's time for you to get married. You don't want to been saying for seven years, this the year I'm going to get married. I really want to get married. This the year it I'm is get November. Married. I ain't got and a prospect in, ain't a prospect in a, in a rotate. I ain't got a rotation, let alone a prospect. I'm so single. You could come over my house, take a picture with me in the bed, tag me, and wouldn't nobody say shit. That's Man. how single I am right now. I I understand. I understand. And when I when I'm single, and like single, single, and I be like, nah, I'm 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 single. Don't nobody believe me. But if I'm not single, all the people want me. I could give you drawer space. I'm so single. You can wear my hoodie home. No, nah, you can't wear my hoodie. But I could give you drawer space. Wear the hoodie while you here. <laughs> 
somebody was talking to me today about like stealing niggas hoodies and like I don't even understand that shit. You can't leave out my house and my shit. Take like, it off. I guess I mean if we in like in a relationship, then I trust I can because I'm just gonna come over and take it back. But like you just like nah, <laughs> take it off. Nah, put on put on that ten dollar sheen dress that you had on last night. I be honest, dog. I be mad when you take my white tees. So I got this thing. I have my white tees, and then I have visitor tees. <laughs> <laughs> you know these is tees that's a little. Little maligned across the neckline, may have a stain on it. I washed it; it's clean. It still smell like bleach. Man, but you get the visitor tea. You don't get my teas. Man, it'd be so wild that like the young lady take the t shirt and put the t shirt on. Want to sleep in a t shirt? The shit looks so fucking big. Like, fam, this is a small t shirt. Like, it's not. It's not big at all on me. I'm not a large man anymore. <laughs> like, shirts be big as fuck. But, yeah, but um, you can't have my hoodie. But you can have a you can have a an away team t shirt. Man, I love this type of weather though. I, I I just love hoodies, man. Like, even though I wear a hoodie almost every day, you can't have them. Sorry, I just I, seen. And Barry, I feel you. I like this type of weather too. I seen Barry post some new uh, black owned, black operated hoodies, different kind, different design. Well, one up one up here. And Barry, bring zipper. some of them bitches out on Sunday, my nigga. Get them off. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I need to cop some. Okay. Uh, what else? What else? Um, we put, we got them two videos. At least got to play one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one I, I like the shits and gigs podcast. Dog. I really like them niggas. Um, that shit they they funny dog. They right. playing a little gay sometimes. Yeah, I don't even know who they playing. Twenty three years for a younger woman Jesus. who works at the car wash. Jesus, he saw a fantasy and ra- I left my wife of twenty three years for a younger woman Jesus. who works at the car wash. Jesus, he saw a fantasy and ra- um, I noticed she had my number saved under wisdom on her phone. <laughs> that shows age difference. I'm unattracted already. No. I figured she called me wisdom because I teach her so much about life. My 18-year-old daughter sent me a TikTok video that my young girlfriend made. In the video, she said, I'm so poor, I'm f***ing an old man who's shaped like a wisdom tooth. She, ho- she horsing you, dog. She, she hoeing you. She yeah. hoeing you. But the reason I want to talk about this... This the other side of the game that niggas do not realize. Talk about it. You're not what you used to be. You're not what you used to be. And you do look good for your age. But you don't look 23. You don't look 22. They with you for a very specific purpose. And you think. You think shit sweet. And I know we talk about what well, men talk about women all the time about you don't look like you did in high school and this and that and blah, blah, blah. By default, women have to share. They share their body or hmm, their physique and more than men do. Nigga throwing a hoodie uh, like we don't show our bodies off. You feel me? So when you 45 years old, you not physically built the same. Probably not. And that young girl, why would she just want the 45-year-old body? Like, I just don't, uh, that, that just not. That. You know, for me, I think it hit home a little bit more directly. Because, like, I look at my oldest son, 
Like that nigga is handsome. Like he, his teeth straight. He got long flowing hair, full beard. He's stocky. He might not be, you know, six feet tall, but like he handsome and he dressed nice. And when I look at him compared to me, like I don't look like that no more. Like, do I think I look handsome? Yes. For a 42 year old man. But like that nigga looks good. Like, and that's my son. I don't want to be trying to be at floods on a Friday night and him and his homies there and me and my homies there. I'll be honest. I'm not trying to be single at 50 years old me neither. or in anybody bar. Be perfectly honest. Or if I'm in the bar, I want to be there because me and my wife decided to go out, have some drinks and have something to eat. If I'm there, I'm, me and the homies out there having a cigar or some shit like that. Not like I'm trying to see what's up for the night. Looking for the hoes. Because like the, we are at the old nigga in the club age. I know. We, for sure. I'm that for sure. Right now. And regardless of, quote, unquote, how youthful we may look to some, not to others, you feel me? But, uh, no, that's just not my that's not my thing. So when I see all the parties and all the rooftops and this and that, I don't really want to go. Because, one. That's I'm, not my age group. That's not my that's not my age group. And what I'm like, what I'm going to do here? I don't like y'all. I don't like. I can't say I don't like the music, but some of the shit, like, I just don't like y'all like that. That's not my vibe. Yeah. So, uh, Nigga, this, this girl hollered at me at work <laughs> not too long ago. She, she tried approaching me and I just asked her like, how old are you? And she told me her age and I told her mine. She was like, Oh, you, you still younger than my, you a couple years younger than my daddy. I'm like, mm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Now you saved the phone as wisdom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like niggas don't don't. The podcast I was on earlier today was about well, a couple of days ago. It was sort of about that. Like one of the the young ladies, she bought she in our age range, and she was like, it was a married man, basically saying like, once you're over forty, you should just pretty much just basically basically just be hauling around because the younger niggas not gonna pick you. So you might as well just be free. And basically he was just trying to get on because he was married. But the conversation with, with, with all folks my age and older, and someone was like, you know, I ain't really trying to be dating this shit right now and this and that. I'm, I ain't trying to lock it down. But he was divorced before. So I'm like, all right, I get that. But like after a certain age, do men want to get married and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you nigga say who hasn't been married before, that he don't want to get married and he want to play the field forever. I think it's cap. Oh, for sure. I think it's cap. Oh, for cap. sure. You're going to get lonely, my nigga. I think it's cap and you can't have a person that you want. Maybe that, that maybe that's not an option for you. Um, but like, don't nobody want to be by themselves. Not forever. I like, don't like, it's cool to be single for, you know, uh, a semester, but, you don't want to do this life thing by yourself, my nigga. That's 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 torture. Nah. Um. That I I just don't I don't, I just don't think it's a thing. Like, Fonzo and Vanessa posted this video this week. I think Vanessa posted a video where Fonzo coming in the door from work, and you can hear her and the kids on the other side of the door, ready to greet him and shower him with love. As soon as you walk through the door, like my nigga, you want that? How, how you want you, that? How could you not? Like, how could you not? Like, she sounds excited to see her husband, the love of her life, 
The kids are there at the door excited to see their dad. Like, how could you not want that? I talked to them this week on a FaceTime call. Both of them was on. Shout out to the Coens. They're my peoples, man. That's love. You want that shit. You want to come home and and it not be an empty house. You want to you want it to feel like a home and be filled with warmth and good smells and clean linen and somebody like, there to hug you when you walk when you've had a bad day. Yeah. And the conversation was kind of like um you probably hurt. Somebody hurt you. You don't want to feel that again. But that's part of the game. You got you got to go through the hurt. And niggas will hold on to hurt in a different way. You get hurt in third grade, you want a dog hose for the next 30 years. It's okay to let it go. Get some therapy. Men and women, this motherfucker told me I ain't trying to get hurt again. So you hurt people instead? Get some therapy, my nigga. Deal deal with those feelings that you ain't dealt with and let look, let a seven love you. Man, you heard Bumby said in that one clip. Yeah, he was talking about like how your wife might be a seven to you, but she a twelve on another nigga table. And if she divorced you, she gonna take half your money. My G. Let's say you're an entertainer. The type of people that you have access to, uh very well may look better than your wife. Just the, that's just how the game goes. These are the actresses, these are the, the artists and blah blah blah. And your wife may be a seven. I don't think a seven is a bad number, by the way. She probably higher than a seven. She just looked like a seven when you see Rihanna. Regular seven. No makeup seven. Makeup and everything, she a nine, yeah. ten. You feel me? Wake up, fresh face, seven. That's not a bad thing. I don't, I don't hold the number seven in low regard at all, by the way. It's above average. Um, well above average. Well above 70%. Like, anywho. The people at the job, she's a ten. Like for the for the average person, for the for the majority of people who see this woman, she's a ten. And they will treat her like a ten. She's only a seven on your Hollywood movie scale. So while you thinking you don't got a gem. You do, and so many people want her. Let her show you them DMs, and you'll realize how many people want the woman you don't want. How many people want her? I say this shit all the time. When when me and my ex-wife broke up, I used to tell her, who the fuck going to want you and them three kids? Who going to want you? And not to say that she was an unattractive woman, but I just thought, like, the key... Nigga, niggas was lined up trying to be stepfather to my kids. Niggas I know. Niggas I know and was cool with. Lined up trying to be stepfather. Man. Niggas yeah. want your girl. It's two niggas I used to think was friends when me and this one girl broke up. Uh, Like, tried to get on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whew, man. And then why I... And I <laughs> one of them don't know that I, I saw the message he sent her. You feel me? And um, she I'm, used to she used to show me the messages from niggas that I knew. I'm offended, dog. Like I'm super offended, and I wanna. The relationship been over over a decade. You feel me? But like, I still harbor a little anger towards the nigga I used to think was my friend. Niggas want your girl. 
Man. Niggas want your girl. That shit crazy. That shit is crazy. And they want her bad. All right, what was the other one? I think I put that in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Oh, let's talk about this one. (laughs) Twitter or X is a great place to be. This young lady says, y'all offer dick more than y'all offer dates. Somebody quote tweeted and said, the men who offer dates found out y'all were getting dick from men who don't offer dates. So they had a meeting and made a business decision. Listen, man, I can't tell you how many chicks I didn't hit after they went out and ate something with somebody else. I can't, I can't even quantify the number. Can't even. I have been out on a dates with a woman did not get any and then call somebody else. It went over there. Oh yeah, I didn't. I just didn't get none from you. That didn't mean I didn't end the night. And I'm also with a dry dick. I just didn't get none from you. And I'm also because like we we play the same role. And I'm also just went over there after you came home from a date. Like yo, everybody play roles at different times. So a woman t- definitely. How was your little date? T- what you eat? Know what you about? To eat. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying? Like hey, it is what it is. Uh yeah. That's just be what it is. Y'all be using niggas for, for, for food sometimes. Like all that them fucking clips that went viral with the oysters and all that shit. She was fooling. She ate like 48 oysters. I'm not eating 48 anything, my nigga. I really like oysters. 48 wings? No, I can't. I can eat 48 cheese sticks. She ate 48 oysters and still ordered an entree. Yeah. And had two drinks. Wild. That bitch stomach is t- made out of 10. I would dip just like he left. I'm out. Say, hey man, I promise drinks. Yeah, I asked y'all for drinks. Okay? <laughs> I promise drinks. Like you making this a content piece? You out here filming? Like, hi guys. <laughs> no, she had four plates of oysters before she ordered an entree, and that's crazy. Like you ain't ate all day. You got a tapeworm. Why are you eating? Or like you, you can't eat that much raw food. Oysters are an aphrodisiac, so he he might have played that wrong. No, he didn't. He might have. I don't know. No, he did not play that wrong at all. He I mean, tried to play me though. You heard that she first and foremost said she met the nigga in real life at a bar with her friends, and he been texting her, talking to himself all week. And I'm surprised. I, I should have just blocked him. So I can get if a nigga was in your DMs and just you know spam you. You met him in person and gave him your number. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Maybe I could line them up. Maybe it's somebody good to have in my back pocket. Maybe I'm going to be hungry on a Thursday when they doing a dozen oysters for For $15. (laughs) And I'm going to go out and make this nigga buy me dinner. Oh, my God. You vile bitches. Y'all don't even like men and women. Y'all don't even like the people y'all dating. Men, if you don't like the woman, don't take her out on a date. It's just easy. Just save your money. But that go back to the whole adage, like we not dealing with people that we really like and want to be with. No. We dealing with what's available. Best or, available option. Or we just dealing with what's attractive. And everything that glitters is not gold. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, you know, if you want to go out on your little dates, you know, take pictures, make them take pictures on the selfie wall. Uh, 
stop at the Coney and pick me up a wing ding dinner before you make it up over here. I'll order it real quick. Just stop and pick it up. I cash app you the money. Um, front, this, do, front door be open. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, did you send me a music pick this week? Nope, I ain't got one. Ain't nobody dropped no compelling music. That did you listen to Drake's album? I have. What do you think? He made another Drake album. At this point, I don't think Drake is pushing his pen as a lyricist, as a songwriter. He gave us exactly what you would expect. It's just another Drake album. I would like to see the Drake that just used to rap is we not we just not getting that version back. I'm not saying that the album was bad. I hear niggas talk like I don't think it's the greatest piece. I don't think it's the greatest. Are you gonna listen to it again? Because I'm I'm not. No, no. I like it's a couple. I like the uh, first person shooter with J Cole. You like J Cole's verse? I do. And then I liked 8 A.M. in Charlotte. I like that. Uh, And there was one other song on there that like I really like. But other than that, like if I never heard it again, I'm I'm cool. It's a bad album. It's 23 songs, and you said you like three. Will this go down? Because this conversation has been happening the last five Drake releases. Right. Nobody has said this was a, a classic or a great album. And then dropped like three projects in like what the last two year, years, year and, and a half. half. Yeah. They all been asked to me, by the way. Um, but like the last time he had like a hit record that everybody liked, if you read this, it's too late. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Is will we in the future look back on Drake? Like we like some people look back on Eminem. Cause you can't deny Eminem with all the sales and statistics and everything like that. But a lot of people don't like anything after the third album. And he has released a lot of content and there's always some songs on there and a song that'll get a Grammy or we have like a big whatever, whatever, because it's Eminem. Mom's to get it. Right? And it's gonna be successful financially. He's on the Forbes list every year because of my old shit. And even new shit that he drops or whatever. And I mean, Drake will always tour. There will be a segment of the population that loves. He's solidified and cemented his fan base. There's always going to be a section that comes out to see and support Big whatever Drake does. And droves. But I would not be surprised if after time passed, people go back and be like, yeah, we don't really like none of this shit after this particular album. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Like, you know, I always say the only thing that li- the antics, the bullshit, the beef, the only thing that lives forever is the music. And I can't say that like this music is going to be the Drake sound that lives forever. Not these last three, four releases. I didn't really like the album with 21. I thought was cool. Came and went. Uh, he dropped that dance album that don't nobody talk about no more. Oh, the one that you got to have a, a passport to like? Yeah. You niggas ain't never been to Ibiza. That's why you don't understand his music. Them two, or the Sutterfly Lover Boy, trash. Like, I'm I'm literally not interested in the music. Um, It's, I don't even want to use this word, but it's the word that came to mind. It do kind of, it do kind of feel uninspired. It is. Um, it's just mediocre. It's like not bad, it's not good. It's it's like it's a distract. It's elevated music. Drake. Now, it's yeah. just Aubrey. Now, if I say, "Hey Siri, play music by Drake," 
It's gonna be a dope. It's gonna be some dog ass music. Dog ass playlist. Drake now playing on Apple oh, Music. Jesus Christ! Sorry, there was a problem with Apple Music. Thanks. Uh, all you gotta say is Lord's name, yeah. and it'll, it'll stop it. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I don't like it. And he got bodied by by the best rapper right now, who's J Cole. I'm giving the, the boogeyman, the face of death. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm saying that J Cole is the best rapper out right now. You wouldn't be wrong saying that. Yeah. Um. I think Kendrick, Cole Penn is ferocious. I think Kendrick makes way better albums uh, than J Cole, but when it comes to rapping. I'm a different type of listener, you know. I'm, I'm I'll listen to a whole fucking podcast about the breakdown of 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 Kendrick's pen, but like for the average listener who doesn't want to break anything down or understand the triple entendre of what he just said, I think it's an easier listen for J Cole, and he's just rapping at an incredibly high rate right now, like an incredibly high rate, and the bars are completely layered. Yeah. Like don't don't let. Don't let that shit go over your head. The bars are layered. Man, he is rapping like I, he's at. He's like peak. He's peaking with rapping, and he's allegedly about to drop his last album. It's never their last one. J Cole seemed like he'd go away for real though. <laughs> like the and his, the name of the album is the Fall Off. Like you catch him playing the flute somewhere in North Carolina. Catch him in Africa playing on a professional basketball team type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. J. Cole like the type of person. Like when J. Cole and Kendrick say this is my last album, like I don't think they dropping another one. They could, but that's not like my But but they're they're a different type of artists. They are reclu they're they're reclusive where artists used to have that mystique. Yeah. Like they don't need to drop three projects in a year. They'll drop a project, go away for two years. Them they may tour it, then they'll go away for two years. Shit, Kendrick was gone for five. Co- COVID happened though. So that nigga said in the album, like, nigga, I ain't write nothing for two years. Just didn't feel inspired. Yeah. Also, I'm not telling you that this is true. However, I'm not entirely convinced that Drake wrote any of his music ever. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't find any fallacy in that. Like, Maybe the reason we never get introspective Drake. He doesn't have the ability to get that to us because he doesn't write the content. Yeah. Like you've been an actor since you was a child. This what if Drake is the biggest of industry plants ever. And the industry colluded to get him the best writers, the best music. He's always going to stay around with the youngest sounds and stuff like that. Like just to keep you around the young sounds just to keep you relevant and you are a, a, a media darling. Like where did you get to, where did you grow up with the goons that do all your killing from while you was Toronto? It's 17 killers in the whole entire Canada, 17 people who've killed. Okay. I made that up, but you feel me, but like you've been on TV this whole time. We've seen you and heard you talk and like saw how your life was. When did you grow up around the killers? The ones that will come up off the hip for you, <laughs> like it just sound good. It like it it, it just rhyme well. With so you. now you know. Well, I was in the studio with Rick right around the corner from here. Got the Drake machine. Like I heard a song, 
with somebody else singing on it and they put the Drake effect on it and it sounded exactly like Drake on the hook. You know that now people can write raps as Drake. It's like everybody, you know how Drake raps, right? Yes, it's the Drake style of rapping. Yeah. So now when there's a Drake style of rap, as well as a Drake voice that you can put on. Because uh, everybody now. Like, what if you don't even write nothing? You just show up to the concerts. And the concerts is horrible. Man, did you see, uh, what's my man's name? Ryan Davis <laughs> gave a Drake concert review. <laughs> like, this is the worst fucking concert. Yeah, like, and, I'm a, and I'm a Drake fan. I've never been to a Drake concert. I went to a Drake concert very early on in his career when he dropped nothing but uh, the mixtape. I saw Drake for like 20 bucks. <laughs> this must have been around the time he was on uh, Joe Button TV telling, <laughs> calling Joe Button a legend. And I don't like that shit. Just because a nigga give an opinion don't mean that he washed. Joe is the media now. He's not a rapper. He's going to give opinions about shit. Why, when did niggas get so sensitive about niggas and their opinions in the media? Not everybody has to like your shit. Everybody always been sensitive. But um, now you can just hear their sensitivity publicly. Uh, I listened to that podcast they dropped, and then Drake was all in his DMs, and he was reading some of the DMs, and like he felt he was taking a shot at him personally because he, he said, stop fucking 25-year-olds like you know my life. And then... Then Joe Button, he's like, you didn't even look at the listen to the lyrics. So then he went through and found 10 songs where he talked about young 25, 21 year old. Actually, he said shorty in the club, she acting 21, but I'm a savage. And then said she um, was too young to, to do like this whole fucking album. You was talking about how you begin dubbed by these young girls. And how they always play. All your music is sad, sad music that a girl, a random, random nobody hold you. And now you're making a song about her that she played you. A lot of his music. She is couldn't that have her. He couldn't buy her. Fam, you're the biggest artist in the world and regular bitches be dubbing you. I just feel like it's a simp element to Drake. It's all. And I don't even. Anyway. Um, it's just interesting. So, like, when you tell me I didn't read the music, da, 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 like, no, nigga, you, clearly you need to be around some. You're not having a good time with these young women. They got you saved in their phone as wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you think you free flight, fun weekend, fam. How you dub it? Like, multiple people this dub you, nigga. It would be Rihanna trying to dub me. It would be Holly Berry. Rihanna with- dubbed you in public. Remember he, she, she went in for the kiss and he was like, Meow. and you just randomly shot at Rihanna and ASAP on this album for no fucking reason. Rihanna is not thinking about you. She's a billionaire. She dropping ass on ASAP and they raising them kids. That's some loser shit, dog. Like it's simp, it's simp behavior, but it's is wrapped up in pretty lyrics and good beats. And niggas think that Drake is just so. You know, interest. He he live him. He taking a page out of my life. Yeah, because you a simp ass nigga too. That's why you can relate to this shit, and that's I why I don't relate to it. And the one bars you posted earlier today that was cold. Thank you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's a cold line. Yeah, when he was talking, <laughs> he was telling the truth too. Because yeah. I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, but 
you know, he also said he buy on his album, so I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. That nigga said, "I feel like I'm by because you like one of the guys." All right, dog. Like, come on, <laughs> who's man? You trying to make you trying to make them punches connect any like, way you can? Like, oh, some real shit. This is the literal definition of like, yo, whose man is this, dog? Because the nigga say, yo, I feel like I'm by because it's like you one of the guys. Yo, hey, yo. Hey yo, take that out. Take <laughs> like, that out. Like what? What you do with your guys? What do you, I don't understand this. Like what's going on? That nigga Drake in the booth recording with his shirt off. <laughs> it's over room full of niggas. Oh, no man. shirt off. With Barrettes. Yeah, man. I hope he can. He's never gonna recapture that magic. What am I even hoping for? It's over with. This is what we gonna get from here on out. Man, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. You niggas never been in Ibiza. That's why you don't understand the music. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You ain't man. never been on a 50-foot yacht with 100 supermodels, and that's why you don't get it. <laughs> you never had gold flakes in your steak. You eat regular steak. Drake would never. No, he do make music like... This is what it's, this is how it is. He explains how... All the shit that regular people think is fly, how that's not fly, and we shit on you for that. Um, regular girls dubbing me, and I'm not I'm not a gangster, but my friends are gangster and they'll kill you. Uh, that's his whole catalog. It's only no rapper has ever pressed Drake in public, and I wish a nigga would. Well, Meek and them tried to. It ain't work out. Nah, like Meek don't really have two legs to stand on. To me, I mean, it just ain't work out because of not because he like like they lost or some shit. It just nah. I want one of these street niggas like press Drake a little bit in public. I think this was about to happen. Remember when Fifty was the man for a long time, like unstoppable because he had Interscope, Interscope behind him. The second that Interscope took the back back in the way. He wasn't a boogeyman. Nobody was scared of 50 Cent no more. I didn't have the industry behind me. Drake has always had the industry behind me. I'm 37 years old now, my friend. The industry is going to find somebody new soon. And everybody who has to be your friend because of the power that you wield, I want to see what happens. I want to take your phone calls. What happens when they stop taking your calls, stop dropping features, stop sending, stop requesting features? What happens when nobody cares? Because everything mo- moves and ebbs and flows. Everything moves in cycles. I didn't know that he had a, he he dropped a single with SZA to promote his album. Did you know that? Uh, slime or slime for you? Yeah. Like, did you hear that song everywhere? Or like, I heard it once. It's usually it's a Drake song. They didn't they 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 dropping lyrics to it. The music is on TikToks and not for the dance, but like it's all. And usually those time records that drop right before the album be super cold. Like, it'd be like, oh, Drake coming. This was just like, oh, it's some new Drake? Oh, okay. Your biggest promotion of this album was the release of it and being mad that somebody called it whack. Which, in this particular instance, probably made people go listen to it to see how bad it was. And it's not, it's not like a horrible album, right? You know that Joe Budden pie was number five podcast that week. Controversy sales. It was a whole war that popped off. That was the fifth podcast. 
So everybody heard me say this album was not. He didn't even say the bad album was bad, by the way. Um, so everybody went to listen to the pod, and they probably wouldn't listen to the album to see like, all right, let me because I want to be, I want to be in the know. I want to be able to validate or invalidate this opinion. Is all people yeah. will be able to do? So I think all that whole shit was on some promotion on some Muhammad Ali and uh, Joe Howard Frazier. Cosell. Yeah, Howard Cosell shit. Joe's the Hulk, the Cosell, and apparently the light skinned boys, the light skinned boy. Uh, in any event, uh, Drake is my whose man's is this because that bi lyric is is wild. Okay. That shit is fucking wild. It's gay. It's gay. <laughs> it's gay. Just call that shit what it is. It's gay. <laughs> Stay away from vile bitches and niggas that rap questionable shit. Uh, hey, man. And don't indulge in no nigga activities after 5.30 p.m. Yeah. Yo, man, you know, I posted a, uh, a clip of the um, orchestra. Playing Outcast. Uh I I don't know how many times I listened to that shit uh over the over the week. But then I went and found uh that day. They went and found the whole the whole YouTube video. It's about twenty minutes and they went through like ten or eleven songs to orchestra. Man, it's amazing. Uh sounds incredible. And this is the twenty fifth anniversary of Equimini. Amazing, amazing outcast album, classic album. So go listen to it. Look, it's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three on everything that matters. Come out to the Urban Podcast Summit this Sunday, October the fifteenth, four to seven p.m. at Heavy House Studios. Uh, we'll be there talking about podcasts and trying to make connections. Uh, just trying to help the podcast community. So come on out, be involved, and we look forward to seeing you and meeting you. And shoot your shot at Jason Johnson to his face. <laughs> He don't uh, have no bitches right now. This is the perfect time to get them. Listen, he man, like wings. I definitely like wings and Epis- nachos. And I definitely like nachos and Jello. Um, episode three hundred and ninety-one. Uh, shout out to y'all for being down this whole long time. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but. We are Jay Dang. Hell yeah. Peace.